For our scripture, we invite your attention to the gospel according to John chapter 4. We like to begin reading for your hearing with verse number 1. John's gospel, the fourth chapter, beginning with verse 1. John's gospel, chapter 4 beginning with the first verse. These words are recorded. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee and he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of the ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. I also like the message Bible translation, which says, Jesus realized that the Pharisees were keeping count of the baptisms that he and John performed, although his disciples, not Jesus, did the actual baptizing. They had posted the score that Jesus was ahead, turning him and John into into rivals in the eyes of the people. So Jesus left the Judean countryside and went back to Galilee. To get there, he had to pass through Samaria. He came into Sychar, a Samaritan village that bordered the field Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was still there. Jesus, worn out by the trip, sat down at the well. It was noon. We'd read for you hearing from John's Gospel, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 6. May the Lord continue to add a blessing to his word. Amen. From these verses of scripture, we're going to use for a subject he had to pass through. He had to pass through. In our text, at verse number three, the gospel account takes an unusual turn. Instead of going the traditional route, which was all the way around to reach Galilee, which added approximately three days to the journey, Jesus decided to go straight into the heart of a forbidden territory. We might say that Jesus went right into the epic center of no man's land. Where by preacher, what do we mean no man's land or forbidden territory? And why is it unusual that he decided to go through 
Samaria. Well, let me paint the picture. You see, this was forbidden territories because of the hatred between the Jews and the Samaritans. Amen. For the Jews had nothing to do with the Samaritans because of an age-old feud. When the northern kingdom fell into captivity to the Assyrians, uh, many Jews were deported and foreigners were brought in to settle the land and to help keep the peace. And, and as a result, intermarriage between them and the remaining Jews resulted in a mixed race. It was considered impure in the opinion of Jews who lived in the southern kingdom. Our scripture says, and, and he had to pass through Samaria. Not that he might or should go through, but he had to pass through Samaria. You see, Jesus took no part in their cultural restrictions, took no part in the racial and ethnic wars. And, and beside, the Bible tells us that there is neither Jew nor Greek neither bond nor free, neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ. The, the Bible also says that God is no respecter of persons. Uh, so, so you can also see that in verse 4 of our text, it, it tells us that Jesus will go to any length and go to any place to reach the laws with the truth of the gospel. And in our text, uh, he's going to a particular place, and he's going to Samaria, to the ancient city of Shechem, uh, going to a well in Samaria, not just any old well, but Jacob's well, uh, a well provided by Jacob some years prior to this encounter. And not only does he have to pass through, but also he has to do it at a particular time, and that time was about the sixth hour. Bible scholars believe that it was about 12 noon uh, Jewish time, and, uh, and I wonder if any of you are at that age that can remember the old TV show that called Gunsmoke. <laughs> she had never failed, that there was always some bad guy who was going to ride through town and stir up trouble. And you know, it was always at high noon. There would be a gunfight between the bad guys and Sheriff Dillon. Well, on this particular day and, and at this particular hour, there was about to be a showdown at Jacob's well. And only this time, instead of somebody getting hurt or killed, somebody was about to be set free. Well. You see, at this showdown, uh, someone was about to get a breakthrough uh, uh, from all that she had been going through. Now, now we understand the particular place in, in Samaria at Jacob's well. We, we understand the particular time, uh, about 12 noon. Uh, uh, but what was the purpose of the visit. You see, not only did Jesus go to a particular place at a particular time, but he also went out of the traditional way for a particular 
person. Uh, uh, you see, someone will be coming to draw water from the well. Uh, you see, there was a divine appointment waiting on this particular person, but this person did not realize it. You see, this divine appointee uh, would draw from a well, but, but it wouldn't be Jacob's well. Uh, it would be from a well with living waters. Now, now, now stay with me now. Uh, 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 what Jesus is doing here is something that was just not done. Uh, you see, uh, no Jew would go through Samaria because of the racial dispute that was taking place during that time. Note, now, that, that will be just like me walking down Main Street in Biloxi, Mississippi during the 50s. Uh, in fact, the name of the city, Sitka, itself means as forbidden territory. Sitka meant falsehood and drunkenness, uh, a name of reproach which was given to Shikim. Therefore, Jesus came to minister to this woman. And after he got through to her, he was able to save many in the city. Right. Uh, which tells me that he's willing to come to just one person for the sake of a whole city. Uh, he's even willing to come to Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania, Stafford, King George, just for you or just for me. You see, it is as if he looked around and said, uh, if I could just find one person with a real need, somebody who is not too ashamed to say, Lord, I need you. Everybody else might be sitting in church uh, looking cute and acting as if they're not passing through something. But Jesus is looking for people who are not too proud to say, Father, I need thee. Every hour, for I need to pass through. You see, Father, I'm struggling with this unforgiving spirit. So I'm struggling to love that man or love that woman that, that I'm married to. I need you, for I need to get through this thing that I'm going through. If this is you, uh, then you're a good candidate for God to stop right by your pew. Well. Walk right up into your life and, and start healing you of what you have been trying to pass through. Uh, you see, what amazed me in this story is that through this one woman, he was able to get many in the city. Uh, don't you know that Jesus is looking at some of us and saying, uh, once I get you, I can turn a whole family around. You see, he could get us. Maybe our mamas would come. Uh, if he could get us, uh, maybe our fathers would come. Uh, if he could get us to worship him in spirit and in truth, uh, maybe our husbands or perhaps our wives will come. Uh, if he could get us, uh, he can change a whole floor at any racist hospital. Uh, uh, once he gets us, uh, he can change a whole city, whether it be Fredericksburg or 
any of the counties or even school systems. Uh, when he gets us straight, uh, he can get all of your neighbors and all of your cities and all of your counties. Uh, uh, Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, the Bible says he sat on the well. Now visualize this. A well on top of a well. You see, Jacob's well was in the natural. But Jesus was in the spiritual. See, see, remember the picture that they were in the middle of the desert. And, and if they didn't get to that well to get water, many would die of thirst. However, Jesus is the living water. He is that fountain of living water that never runs out there. You see, there was a time when some of us were in a desert place. We were in a thirsty place. Uh, uh, when we were in a wilderness place and we were on our way to hell, uh, but Jesus came into our lives and quenched our thirst. And, uh, and this well right now was sitting on top of a well. Now, now, now a stranger comes to the well. Uh, uh, you see, she was no stranger in Samaria. Although the paths had never crossed before, Jesus knew all about her. Her reputation was not good. Amen. I, I, when her name was mentioned among the people, uh, uh, they would shrug their shoulders and turn up their noses. Uh, uh, many believe that she may have been a prostitute. Uh, uh, often it's easy for us to point fingers at others who are going through something or, or have been going through. Uh, and just because it's not your issue, you think it's not your burden. You see, therefore, we tend to be judgmental and critical and criticizing other people. But the scripture says, and he had to pass through Samaritan. He's saying it's necessary to go through while others go around. But I must pass through. Now, when you think about it, it ought to be something to shout about. Uh, you see, because when others give up on you, yeah. when others refuse you and don't bother about you, Jesus will come right to the point Hallelujah. of your knees Hallelujah. and deal just with you. Other folks will walk over you, walk around you, talk about you behind your back, call you everything but a child of God, saying that you're no good, saying that you're never going to turn out to be anything. Uh, they say you're going to be just like your father, just like your mother. Uh, they didn't have anything, and you're not going to have anything either. You know, that's when Jesus will pass through. Uh, that's when we need him to pass through to everybody Amen. came right to the situation of the woman at the well nobody else is going to come to that territory nobody else will come to that neighborhood uh, uh, that's the place where Jesus will go uh, and not only will he go out of the way to meet your needs but he will come right where you are you see he comes to her right where she was he, he didn't tell her that stuff that we often hear. If you take one step, he'll take two. Or Jesus helped folks that helped themselves. 
See, that's not grace. He came right where she was. She was still shacking. She was still in a mess. He didn't tell her to go home first and clean up. And, and, and he didn't tell her to go home and stop doing this or stop doing that. He came right where she was. You see, God will heal you just where you are. Some of us sitting here today know that God saved us and we were still in a mess. We were still out there. We were still depraved and we were still wrapped in our sins, but he came right where we were and he saved us. Uh, 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 let me say something else. Not all of us were saved in the church. Some of you got convicted in the nightclub. Some of you got convicted at six o'clock in the morning in places that you had no business being. But by the grace of God, he, he decided that he wanted us and decided to bring us out of that mess. Uh, Jesus will come and save you right where you are if you just let him. Uh, uh, you see, now at the well, Jesus is thirsty and, and he's hungry, but, but he's God enough to know in just a few minutes, minutes a particular person will be coming by. And as he sits on the well, just waiting on her, uh, you see, while you were out there still at the club, still drinking, still going from bar to bar, and he could have sent your soul to hell. But he sat there and waited on you. Could have let you die while you were out there in your mess. But he just went and hung out at the well. Now, you and I know that God could have busted in on you and me at some places that we had no business being. But he waited on us. Amen. Keep in mind that the woman at the well was a religious person. Now, that's something. She, she is religious, but she was not righteous. She had religion, but not a relationship. Uh, she was all by herself. All of her friends had left her. She had been through so many, and now she had broken relationships, people talking about her. She couldn't keep a man, uh, so she walks by herself, disappointed. She, she was depressed. Uh, the Bible shows that he went out of the traditional way to get there. He did things that no other Jew would do. Mm -hmm. uh, and you need to understand that in order for God to save us, he goes out of the way. Like for the woman at the well, he went out of the way to get to her. Jesus wasn't passing by, you know, just for the sake of getting a drink of water. He came by for the woman at the well. Yeah. You see, Jesus wasn't just passing by that day when he was walking down the streets of Jerusalem. He, he just didn't happen to wind up on the cross. Uh, uh, he went out of his way. Leaving heaven and coming down to earth in, in order to die on a cross in order that you and I might be saved. He, he did not have to do it, but he did. He, he went out of his way to save you as he did for me. Uh, and, and, and he allowed me to tell you at this moment that whatever you're going through, yes. that Jesus will be passing through for you. And when he does, he's going to bring you out. When he frees you, 
You're going to stay free. You don't have to go back to that tobacco habit. Don't have to go back to that liquor habit. Don't have to go back to your chemical dependency. And how do I know that? It's because he lives. You see, that's how I know. You see, my Savior lives. That's why I can face tomorrow. I know that life is worth the living just because he lives. You see, I know that because... I'm going to make it through whatever stuff I'm going through. All because of one Friday morning when they took my Savior and Lord to that hill called Calvary outside of Jerusalem. And they dared to nail him to an old rugged cross. Isaiah said that he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes that we are healed. I'm glad that the story did not end there. It goes on to say that after Jesus gave up the ghost, they laid him in Joseph's tomb and and he laid there all night Friday. Uh, He was there all day on Saturday but early that Sunday morning he he got up with all power in his head. Uh, One preacher said that he shook off the dust of the grave uh, and said O death where is thy sting? Uh, O grave where is thy victory? Uh, And I'm one who believed David when he said I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Uh, No matter what you might be into God still will take care of you all because he got up and he lives. Uh, The songwriter said because he lives I can make it through tomorrow. Uh, You see no matter what the problem might be, no matter what situation you might be in, uh, no matter what you're going through, uh, it's because he lives that you're going to make it through. Uh, uh, When your nights seem the darkest, uh, when the road that you travel seems the longest, uh, the mountains seem so high to climb and valleys in your life seem too low to bear. Just know that with Jesus and what he's been through, he's going to pass through your situation. He passed through the situation of all recorded in the Bible. That's why he came. That's why he lived. That's why he died. But most of all, that's why he arose from the dead and ascended up to the Father in heaven. He was passing through down here on this earth in order that you and I might have a right to that tree of life once again. He said he must pass through Samaria, a forbidden place, a place whereby people shunned. Sounds like you. Sounds like me. We were forbidden. We were shunned. But thank God that he thought enough of us that he sent us his son in order that we might be saved. May God bless you.